Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 104 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? You know, it's the stupidest time of year, daylight savings time, whoever made that stupid thing up. I mean, so, I mean, other than that, it's going pretty good, fall weather, but I mean, it's not going to be the good non-daylight saving time or regular people time until like six more months, right? So, Yeah. You're officially in the go to work in the dark, come home in the dark season. I'm officially in the can't golf after work season, which blows. I thought you work from home. I do, but I can't leave. <laughs> it's dark at five o'clock. I have to leave my house at like 2.30 or 3 to even get nine holes in. But that's not even an option anymore. Ugh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> And Rich, how's it going? What's good? I have to piggyback off Colin's comments. Daylight savings fucking sucks. I'm extra fucking tired. It's beneficial that first night when the clocks go back. It feels good, don't it? Now, Rich and Kev, here's the question, though. Both of you have kids. How are your kids adjusting to the time? Oh, Kingston was up at 5 o'clock when that shit went back. Yeah, I'm like, dude, go back to fucking bed. It is five. He's like, no, no you know, the clock don't change. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the stove. He's like, no, but the stove says 630. I'm like, it's 530. Go back to bed. Yeah. They don't understand. <laughs> See, for me, it just changes the hours. I sleep for eight hours. That's all it does. But I mean, for the people who have kids and dogs and animals and just, I feel Yeah, bad. he was, yeah, he's still on that, that same. They don't get affected by that shit. To be young again. Uh, like, <laughs> Right? I'm like, dude, it's fucking 5.30, man. Like, go yeah, see. I'm trying to get an extra hour. <laughs> right? They've been talking about removing daylight savings times for hours. What is what is the advantage of us being in darkness for an hour earlier? Like, what advantage does this give someone in society? Like, I don't know. Well, I don't I feel... Mean, but- actually, the darkness comes later now. We get a little bit more sun. That's why it's daylight savings. You get you know? No, the day starts earlier, but it's dark earlier. Like you get sunlight. I don't know, but nighttime. Day. It has to do with night and the yes, stupid right. al- 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 that how, how much did we smoke today, Carly? <laughs> a good amount. All right. Yeah, it's getting dark at five o'clock, man. Like yeah, before it was, it was already dark. getting dark around then. Six. It was not. It was not. As someone who is fighting darkness to play golf after work as long as he possibly can, it was dark at six. Trust me. A little after six, it was dark, man. And it's just, I think why, and I know we're going off on the tangent about daylight savings, who would have thought, but it's just shitty because you do it in winter, which is already fucking depressing. Now you take away, you know, mm-hmm. the light, it gets dark super fucking early. Like it just, it's another layer. Like we, like you said, whoever made that shit. And like I said, for years now, they've been saying they're going to get rid of it. Let's fucking go. Let's get rid of that shit. Yeah. Uh, not needed. Not. Definitely not. Agree. All right, so any government officials listening, we're waiting on you. We, you heard it here on episode 104. Scrap it. Scrap it. Let's go. And this week we are joined by Paul, a.k.a. Kick76. 
Paul's been following us for on Instagram for uh, I think almost as long as we've had this Instagram account. I can't remember not ever following Paul. So <laughs> been a while, yeah. <laughs> been been a while. Uh, when we were talking, when we jumped on, Paul's like, "Oh, I, I, Paul and I know each other. We met each other once at uh, a Nike outlet." He, uh, Kev's like, "Oh, how do you know each other?" Instagram. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I met Rich by selling him a jacket once a uh, long time yeah, ago. I bought, I bought a couple. I think I bought three. The, the two one. Giants. Yeah, two Giants and the Yankee. Some vintage, actually, yeah, starter fucking. Was it starter jackets? Yeah, or the yeah my dad's starters, collection. Which is super fucking dope. That's how we met. I mean, we were following each other before that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember you had posted them up, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take three. You know me. <laughs> I can't just buy one of something. I need multiples. <laughs> shoes clothing you know everything man you can't have one black cement three you have yeah, to have exactly. three Nothing i need three that. of them in the market to get number four so there we go <laughs> yes but paul, like white air force one exactly that's that's exactly what they are for you right paul welcome to the podcast we appreciate you jumping on we're, we're excited to get into this with you appreciate I mean, it, kind of an interesting story growing up in the states so i'm excited to get into this one with you okay well i appreciate you guys having me Yo. Fuck the Eagles once again. Is that what? Is and that daylight saving time. Is that going to be and the title of this episode now? Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles, straight up. Sorry, Pete. Thanks you for joining us, Paul. Where's in pickups? Let's jump right into it because we're 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 off know, to a I've great been, start. I've been here. waiting, guys. <laughs> you uh, want to start off, Colin? I mean, yeah, I guess I could do that. So, like, uh, Project Rock. <laughs> no, not Project Rock, Rich. So, like, I mean, the fall weather is here, though, and the leaves are on the ground. You know, it's time to go for those nice long walks in the forest and the woods. Um, And with that being said, I got to get ready to bat off all the cougars coming at me, you know, left, right and center up in those woods. Whether it be the cat or the older women, I'm just got to be looking drippy and prepared. So I ended up getting this pair of uh, Under Armour sneakers. This is the shroud that's attached to it right now, showing the guys. So it's basically a running shoe with a Michelin bottom. Okay. And then you can attach a shroud to it. So rocks and sticks don't jump up into your socks, or you can wear it without the shroud on it. it has a really nice fat tire bottom. So I can get grip on sand, dirt, any of that type of stuff. Be good for running past the splash pad, uphill, downhill. Just it's a good running shoe. It's called. The Summit, I mean, I already have deer running shoes, so these aren't for that exact purpose. All sneakers I buy are because they're each a unique tool for a different purpose. It's like, you know, a pocket knife, right? So um, these are for running away from cougars and stuff. So, yeah, four shoes. Uh, once again, they're the Under Armour Summit Fat Tire Delta or whatever. Look them up. They're still available. Sorry, Kali. The the shroud that you were talking about, when you take that shroud off, is that an inner booty? or No, it has a zipper liner at the top with button clips on, and it's very sturdy. And then it has like a Velcro attached also. So like it does like clip together pretty well. It's it's well built. So when you put that thing on, it becomes like a high. Yeah, it becomes like a high. Like I tried it on. um, So as the the time this comes out, I'll have the review on it up on YouTube on one of my channels. So go to my IG, the LinkedIn, follow it through. When you have it with sweatpants and a shroud high, it kind of looks pretty good. Kind of like those Kobe 9s did, but more of a thicker running shoe. I mean, it's a unique look, but I I bought it for performance. It's not like it's going to be my, you know try to pick up cougars with, but it will be making me have to run away from them. You know, it's utility. (laughs) You do so, like yeah. cats. 
Yeah, you, you, oh, you know, the pumpkin spice season's over. Halloween's over. It's now that the Christmas time and every boo wants a present, you know? <laughs> no more Halloween boo. Now it's the Christmas boo. Yeah, you definitely be but chasing yeah. away booze with those. Yeah, you know, I got a wife. I got I to gotta keep away from them. I got to keep up the speed. <laughs> those actually look like Converse had something like that where they had like a high cut boot with like a really chunky sole. I can't No, I know what you mean. No, it, that was a horribly ugly. Issue. It's the converse. It was a chunky sole, and the rubber went all the way around and up. It, it's ugh. but there's there's a bunch of other companies that do that though. But that's kind of what it looks like with yeah. the shroud. This on, is the right? it's Michelin, right? It's like Michelin tire. It has the little Michelin man at the bottom. It's the Michelin bottom. Interesting. So yeah, um, that that's the pickup. The wearers, oh, shit. On the weekend, I went out, smoked a lot of weed, so I wore my Ultra Boost, the Kicks. Uh, what? Shit, I forgot the name of them. Nice, nice kicks, kicks, nice kicks, ultra boost. Those things, they look great. I, I love them. It's a great pickup. All black, ultra boost. And I thought I wore one pair of Nikes. I just can't remember. So that's pretty much it for my week. I think it would be more surprising if you told us you didn't smoke a lot of weed on a weekend. I mean, yeah, probably. But I mean, that was a school project. I had to smoke weed for the school project. What? I had a video, man. It's, it's art. <laughs> yeah, just you just don't question it. That's it. <laughs> Otherwise, right. you just, the video will be out soon. Once again, that video will be out. It's coming up soon as well. <laughs> all right. Oh, you give that all for the shout outs, man. Or if you want to plug They're your coming in the shout outs. They're coming. <laughs> I, I didn't name the people that need to be named. We had great times. You know, it's coming up. Those look like a good shoe, though, Collie. I, I, I like them. They look like a good fall. Like, not a boot, but like a, a, and I don't want to call it a sneaker boot either, but like, kind of like a it's more a padded fall. running shoe. It's just like it's supportive. Yeah. Looks good. Nice. Kev, what about you? Yeah, okay. Wears for me, I rock the uh, Red 4s. I also rock the Mars Yard converted pair. Heavy rotation for me. Also, I'm a Meniere Jordan 3. I also rock Kobe Grinches. I busted out a pair of New Balance 997Hs. I also threw in a pair of Nike Dunk Low IDs. Great red pair that I got. And then lastly, I rocked the Air Max 1 Pata Aqua Noise today. So those are my wares. In terms of pickups, uh, nothing for me, just a couple of assists. So shout out to eBay. I think I may have mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned it in the last episode, but a friend of mine was asking for a bunch of Yeezy slides for him and his wife. So I was able to grab a bunch of pairs on eBay for him and his wife of some slides, which is kind of an interesting story too, because I purchased them like right before Adidas had announced that they were going to cut ties officially with Kanye West. And then... One of those sellers actually canceled my order. I guess maybe like he or she or whoever the seller is wanted to like re-list them at maybe a higher price or something. I don't know what the intention of that was, but one of them got canceled. I ended up having to buy another one off a different seller. Um, but uh, yeah, those are basically um, the pickups. But I just thought it was it was strange that, uh, you know, like I bought them first and then on the Monday or something, I bought them like on the weekend and then on Monday, had announced it officially and then that seller had canceled my order and just the reasoning was the item is not available anymore or something like that so well, he got like a higher price or something yeah no, yeah there's there a lot of stories of people <laughs> buying a, before that or just around that time and then all their orders got canceled and listed up higher on e, uh, ebay so yeah so that's i i thought that might have been the case i didn't want to think you know i didn't want to make that assumption but i just kind of you know i thought yeah this motherfucker's you know it kind of felt a little bit reminiscent of when, you know, Kobe, you know, the tragic uh, passing of Kobe, uh, and then also with Virgil, all of a sudden, everyone just jacked all the prices up because of 
you know, their passing, which really sucks. So, you know, it just seemed weird that, you know, I guess maybe people were trying to capitalize on the fact that they weren't going to be making Yeezys anymore or, you know, without the Yeezy branding. So maybe they thought, oh, well, these are going to become rare now. So I'll just jack up the price. But anyways, I did end up getting another pair and replacing that other one. But uh, that was pretty much my week in terms of pickup. So nothing for me, just assists for a friend and his wife. I just don't know that Yeezys are going to go up that much. And uh, sorry, I can't exactly. even say. I can't. I can't no, even say. I can't. I can't even say that. Pairs right, I've won right. have already gone up over two hundred dollars right. because so because it's... they're they're not going to make them anymore. So by that logic, they are going to become more rare. Well, than they they're were. still going to make them, but it won't have the name Yeezy on it anymore. Nothing affiliated to Kanye, but uh, Adidas does own majority of the models. They've already said they're going to starting next year. They're going to start releasing the models again. Some Which, old, some new colorways, and all the ones that have been released. They own all the models. Which I think is an. This is a whole other conversation that I don't want to start today because we could go on about this <laughs> yeah. forever. But I'll be interested to see because I think I think in the short term, what you saw, Kev. Like I don't I don't know if you found pairs like around the same price. Well, yeah, it was still around the same price. Like there were still other <laughs> listings, but which is slides, it, which is even less of a. I think the slides. Yeah, I didn't are, think it was a big deal. Like I don't know. I, th- I think they'll be. It'll be interesting once they re-release stuff. Because wouldn't it be funny if Yeezys or quote unquote Yeezys, they'll probably be called something different going forward. But they just ended up being like an Air Force One, Air Max One, Stan Smith Superstar Vans Old School. Like they just, you know, you could walk into a store anytime and yeah, like just oh, a look, shoe. there's a zebra Yeezy. Just sitting on the shelf. Yeah, it just probably won't come in. A, it'll just come in a different box, you know? That's pretty much it. Anyways, that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. glad you got your pair, Kevin. It wasn't too too big of an asshole for you. No, it wasn't. But uh, I just thought it was strange. That's all. Nice. Paul, what about you? Like I was telling the guys before, I, I went a little bit ham this week. I think I've had a new package show up at the front door every day. I wrote it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and, and, until the bills start piling up and you're like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. I got those women's starfish ones, side note, underrated, probably one of the, my favorite shoes of the year. Absolutely love that shoe. The Jordan one high. Jordan one high, the, yeah. the starfish, the women's launched. Yeah. Perfect fall shoe. I absolutely love them when you actually have them in hand too. Pictures don't do them justice. What else did I grab? I grabbed those universally blue um, Air Force One lows. I grabbed one of those Iversons from the Panini pack that everyone's sleeping on. I just like the look of it. The, that, the low cut blue one with, with his signature on the toe. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. Know if you guys have seen those yet. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think yeah. only soul stop has them so far. I haven't seen them anywhere else. I feel like there was one more. Oh, the uh, crepe hemp uh, air max ones. Nice. Good which is, which is one I've been waiting for, for a long time because uh, I'm old. And back in the day I had some, a couple of the original pack. Nice. I'm always glad to see those come back. So whenever there's something like that, I jump on it. I think those are my pickups from the last week or so. And I've pretty much, (laughs) I'm one of those guys where like it comes, I open it and I'm like, Ooh, and I throw it on. So I think I've worn, I think I've worn all of them except for the Iversons already as, as part of my uh, rotation. I might've had a couple other um, Jordan one highs in there, but I I can't think now. (laughs) Go back and look at my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, do- I document everything. <laughs> Those starfish ones are really, really nice pair. Like I think that little brown on the collar there, like it's very subtle. And you're right. When you look at a picture, it's kind of like oh, I don't know how that looks, but I've I've seen some on foot shots, yours included, and yeah. I was like, wow, that's a really like a really really sharp pair. Like like you said, it's perfect for fall. Yeah, the the whole tongue is like a kind of an off white. 
and then it's got the brown accents and even like the orange leather if you look at it it almost has like a black brown kind of lining to it like a 3d kind of lining so they're really cool did those ones come with extra laces yeah yes they came with orange and then it had like a cream kind of an off-white which i okay. threw it right away yeah that, that nice. was all i needed so yeah, no, that's it for me for the week. And uh, like I said, just just waiting for those um, those other ones, and then probably the twos in, in uh, December. Of course, they're always throwing stuff at us. Something will pop up, and I'm going to be like, "Oh no, I need that." Isn't that always the case? The life of a sneakerhead. Yeah. <laughs> just when you think I'm going to behave myself, nothing can tempt me. You'll pop onto one of your, you know, I, I go through sites on a daily basis where I just kind of check, oh, what do they have? What's new? What, what you know? Oh, what? Out of nowhere. Oh, those? Ooh. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> then I have to have them. And it's, so it's like sometimes afterwards I'm like, why? But hey, you know, here's what I tell people, you know, when I tell them I collect shoes or they look at my Instagram. I, I've met a couple of people lately. And they look at my Instagram and they're like, holy crap, like you're really into the shoes and, you know, you, this and that. And I said, well, yeah, the thing about collecting shoes is don't laugh because shoes are an investment. Yes, we spend money on them, but I can wear a shoe for a year or two, turn around and sell at some point and still make a profit at times. Or yep. I can get something back for it. Yep. Can you do that with your stamps and whatever anymore or whatever, you know, some of these people collect. So I'm like, really? I mean, laugh at me all you want. Anytime I've, shoes have bailed me out in times of need where I'll look at my collection and be like, nah, I don't wear those anymore. You know, let me throw a couple pairs on Kijiji. Boom. You know, bills paid. You're cashing out. Yeah. Yep. Even if they're worn, you know, because I wear all my shoes. I don't keep anything dead stock. Yep. But I still like on, on, on the occasion I decide to, to sell one where it's just not doing it for me anymore. It just sits there. I'm like, hey, there's an easy way to get some money back. So they really are an investment. It's like a constant cycle. Yeah, you sell one to buy. My ex-wife used to get on me because I'd always try. To, I'd sell one just to be able to get another one. <laughs> she was like, "What are you doing?" Rich is the king of that. Oh well, yeah, why not though, right? Like, yeah, if you're not wearing at least three pairs, put it towards something that you're gonna wear, right? Exactly, by any means necessary. Then it's not like you're using new money; you're just recycling old money. It's like old money, man. It's true. See people listen and not wearing it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good week, Paul. Yep. <laughs> busy week. Busy week. Yes. I've actually had a busy week too. This this should hopefully be my last week without a pickup. Like I should be pretty pickup heavy for the rest of the year. In two days, the 97 silver bullets come out and that. I saw that. Oh, don't tell me that. Turn the volume down, Paul, while I talk about this <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Oh, man. Hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll have that to talk about next week, but in the meantime, no pickups, but it's been pretty wear heavy. Kevin, myself, and Rich have been getting tagged in these what's on my feet today or the kick check-in recently, which I've actually been really enjoying because it's been oh, actually it giving me anxiety. I see it every day. I'm like, but I don't have shoes today. Don't tag uh, me. Honestly, I'm it's- fucking tagging you tomorrow. Thank you for <laughs> telling me that. I'm going to fucking put some forgot about armor you. on for you. Project Rocks, man. <laughs> Nothing but the best. The Black Adam ones, too. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Tagging Kali tomorrow. Those. I returned them. I don't have those. All right. Well, then we're the, uh, fucking those Under Armour Michelins, whatever the fuck they're called. That yeah, you had probably do that, maybe. <laughs> <So>. Michelins. <laughs> I was going to say Michelin S. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. 
Michelle, oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry. No, what I like is it's actually forcing me to like think harder about what I'm wearing. Like honestly, I don't think I think I wore the infrared '90s once this week. Everything else has been something because I'm now I'm getting tagged either every day or almost every other day, and almost to the point where I'm like I'm just trying to snap pictures. If I like, because if I if I know I'm not going out on Tuesday and no one tags me on anything on Monday, I'm just snapping a picture in case. That way I have it and it's ready to go. <laughs> so I'm really actually starting to think about my wares this week, which has actually been, it's been good. I'm, I'm actually quite happy with it. So yeah, keep tagging me in those, what are you wearing today? Because I'm, I'm enjoying that. I'm not going to lie to you. It makes uh, you look at your collection and be like, you know, I try to do that too. Like I'll get heavy on something for a while and then yeah. I'll go back and I'll be like, well, look, there's stuff that I forget about. And it's like, hmm. And I'll base something around that. Like what can yeah. I wear tomorrow? Let me grab this shoe as my base. And I'm going to work out what I'm going to wear with it around that. But that lets me go back to some of these that more obscure pairs and be like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to wear because I want to I want to spread it out. I don't want to wear the same thing recycled over, you know, yep. which and normal I, people do, you know, which, but, which is exactly what normal people do. But we're, we're not we're, we're not, not normal. That, we're not in that category. I know I've kind of seen I know you posted your setup on IG, Paul, but I kind of have at the front door. I have like five or six pairs, which is just basically an old pair of infrared 90s, Oreo 4s. What else do I have? Uh, Vans old schools, infrared 23 3s and bread toe ones. That's what's at the front door. So yeah. typically that's the rotation, right? Yeah. I'm trying to get away from that. So you'll hear this week, but it was a very Air Max heavy week, but it's the same thing, right? It's, the, it's that I don't want to wear that. Like the infrareds, I don't know what I wore them to this week, but like, I feel like it was like to take the garbage out or something like that. Like it was something very like, yeah. I, you know, I didn't do anything much, like significant. I went and got pizza or I went to the grocery store and picked up milk or something like that. Right. Like it wasn't anything. So sometimes you just need to give a pair a little bit of shine like that just because they're sitting there and you're like i need to love you a little bit yeah whether it's going to the curb to take the trash out or whether it's going to get some milk whatever yeah. like <laughs> but i mean but it's, it's making you think it's making me think now where i'm like i'm going I, okay i'm just running to the grocery store well let me get a let me get a pair on and let me snap yeah. a pick in case someone tags me or someone has already tagged me and if or somebody might see me and you know yeah, I got so, a reputation upkeep here. What are you doing here with you know a pair of monarchs on, Paul? I've come to expect better from you. <laughs> Yo, once I hit fifty, I want I want all the monarchs. Oh, buddy, I'm closing in. Don't don't get me started. Man. <laughs> hey, man, if Russell Westbrook can wear them, I don't see any reason why I can't. That's the way I look at it. All right, so where's this week? Infrared '90s front door pair Air Max '90 Eagles. Go birds, <laughs> <laughs> Pete. Rich wasn't very happy with that. It's okay. We'll get him to say go birds at some point this year. That's the goal. Go fuck yourself is what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> We're getting there, Pete. We're getting there. Don't worry. We're getting there. Air Max One Concepts, the heavy pair. That was at the front door, so I wore that last week as well. Air Jordan 4 White Cements. I haven't worn my white cements in a long, long time. I'm, you I'm hit me hard with that one. Because I was looking at the questions you sent me earlier, and, and one of the questions is, one of the ones that you're still on the hunt for guys yeah. that's fine I, I need white cement fours size eight anybody out there that's the only pair that's haunted me over the last few years oh you're size eight eight, I'm a size eight i was size eight and a half yeah eight eight and a half depends but yeah i okay. missed out on those because they came out all-star weekend remember did, the yeah. store yep. and yep. i didn't get down there i was busy working or something and i got there too late and they had all these display pairs but it was left shoe only. They were all of them were size eight, but they didn't have whole pairs because it was they were all 
Nike's property or whatever. Oh, and, and then, you know, fours are one of those shoes that were back in the day. It was just, yeah, sure. You could get it for a little bit over retail resale prices have skyrocketed. Now I have to, you know, trade my kidney for a pair, but <laughs> yeah, um, they're up there. That, that's the one that haunts me because, and, I, and I've owned, I've owned a couple. I never had the OGs. If you're willing to give up that kidney. I'll, I'll get you a pair. <laughs> Please. Because it's getting to that point. I had a couple of the, of the retro when they first retroed them and they still had Nike Air on the back. I was living in California at the time. I remember being first in line at Foot Locker with my hand on the handle. Like nobody is getting in front of me. <laughs> Got my pair, wore them for a good couple years, wore them heavy. And then they started yellowing. And back then, yellowing wasn't cool. So as soon as they started yellowing, I ended up selling them to some kid in Cerritos, California. And then I got them, of course, when they had the Jumpman on the back. That doesn't do it for me as, a, as an old school head. So I missed, I missed that last launch. So I, I really need those. My buddy has a pair that are size eight that he never wears. Rob Asla. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Give them up. Yeah. But, so, you know. Anybody that's watching this, that hears this, size eight, reasonable. I'll work something out. That's the pair that haunts me. So you wore those this week. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anytime Rich talks about the cool gray nines, that's mine. Ooh. Yeah, that one hurt. That, I, I literally slept on that pair. So I was actually the only Jordan I wore this week. Air Max 270, Dusty Cactus. I don't wear that pair enough. It's such a nice pair. Just, I had them. Such a good pair. So comfortable. I love the dusty cactus. It looks so good on them. Every time I wear them, I'm like, these are crazy nice. I need to wear them again. And then it's six months, eight months, and I don't wear them. So, but I love that pair. Air Max 1, the 6. I wore that two days ago, I think it was. And Air Max 1, have a night day. Oh, lots of Air Maxes. Lots and lots of Air Maxes. And that is it for me, Rich. You've had two weeks off. How many pickups? Uh, a couple. I'm gonna stagger them. Got a U-Haul. <laughs> nah, not a U-Haul. More like a minivan. <laughs> uh, get into where's. I agree, Chad. This this uh the kick check in. I think this is the hashtag they're using. Pretty dope. I mean, I I wear my shit anyways. So like this was just I guess something fun. Yeah, I missed you guys last week. I was actually away at a conference in Toronto for a few days. So no kids. Nice. Iron Evas, I had a king size bed to myself and I still slept in the fucking corner because my body just, that's just what I do. And that's what happens when you have children that sleep with you for the last, I don't know how many fucking years. Go figure. King size bed and I was tucked away in the fucking corner like I was on a single bed all by myself. <laughs> yes, I wasn't there last week. Shout out to Andrew. At the conference, I wore, had a bit of anxiety because I'm like, yeah, I want to bring three pairs, but then I don't want to travel too heavy. <laughs> so I had to settle for two and it, it fucking bothered me that I had to wear the same shoe twice. <laughs> like, really fucking irked me, man. Cause I haven't done that in a long time, at least in the same week. So I ended up bringing, um, I think the last time I was on, I showed one of my pickups that he got games from uh, the countdown pack. So I wore those. And then of course the black cement threes. So those are the two that I brought with me. Other wears, fucking the 180s, the Nikes. Um, remind me, Kev, the colorway. It's leaving me. Ultra uh, Marine? Ultra Marine, there it is. Those, love that pair. Uh, Duck Camos is another one. I'm still wearing Air Maxes, ironically. I guess until the winter hits, then I'll tuck them away. We're still um, hitting 20, so you can do it. I can get away with it, man. 
it's good too that that Skepta pair. I'm actually probably gonna wear those a lot during the fall. That's another one I've been wearing too. That '97, uh, that Skepta pair. So that was another one I rocked. I wore the Langley Fives. I wore the Amomir Ones. I wore those today actually. Hang on, what hang up? on. Can, can we go back? Laney Fives. Yeah, that was actually one of my pickups. Fuck. yeah lanely fires i gotta actually post a pic of those but yeah lanely fires i grabbed what else did i wear panda dunks shout out to my fucking son marquise i hope you can hear me uh while i was away he decided he's gonna fucking take my panda dunks and wear them to school so that has started now came back home you know that's my at the door pair so the way i'm laced up i have them laced up i can just slide them on so i pull them down first I'm mad OC. I got OCD. So like when anything is moved, I fucking know. So first thing I noticed when I came in the house, because they're right in the closet at the top. I'm like, why the fuck is the heel like scuffed up like that? I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, whatever. Maybe, maybe it's me. Then when I went to pull them out later that evening to go to the store, I'm like, why the fuck can't I get my foot in them? And I look at them, they're fucking tied, choked. I'm like, this motherfucker wore my sneakers to fucking school. So yeah, it's begun. And he's a size nine. Where the fuck are you going? These are a size 10. It's a full fucking size bigger than your foot. They double socked it and um, tied them tight. That's exactly what happened. That's why they were choked, yeah. Rich. I double choked. socked it and stuck a sock in the toe. Yeah. Sock in the fucking toe. <laughs> fucking wore my panda dunks to school, man. I was like, this motherfucker. And it's funny because I got back home and I was checking on my boxes just because I'm like, yo, I'm going to kill this motherfucker if he, if he touched my shit while I was away. Because you know, I was away for three days, so he knew. And sure enough, it was the pandas. I wasn't too pissed, but I'm just like, dude, I'm actually going to give these to you when they can fit you. <laughs> like, don't go fuck them up yet. Like, let me enjoy them a little bit before you take them over and literally demolish them in a day. On a bright note, more they'll, than re- they'll re-release again in like a week. And there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like just, every other week. <laughs> I'm going to give you this pair. But I'm like, dude, you wore these shits once. I wore these things like fuck like 30 times you would never know he wears them once you should have seen them i had to fucking clean them that's how bad they looked oh but anyhow yeah like the nike hair on the heel is dirt how did you even get dirt on that like it's dirt how i I don't know anyhow so yeah he he wore the pandas so i wore those as i usually do (laughs) after i cleaned them obviously but yeah so that was kind of my words i probably wore some other shit but i i haven't posted a lot of pics but I've been wearing a lot. In terms of pickups, so yes, surprise, Langley Fives was, was one of them. It was actually a bulk deal I had got off a dude. So the same dude I got the, he got games from. He had a shitload of stuff that he's getting rid of. I guess he was a collector and then he's into sales now. So he's like, I fucking don't have any time to wear any of these shoes. I said, perfect. I'm your guy. So ended up picking up a lot of them. So, and this was another pair actually I wore this week. It is oh, Jordan. Yes. Love the Jordan 9. You know, I love the Jordan 9. This is a silhouette a lot of people do not appreciate. Great ball shoe. Love it. Such a dope shoe. I love this shoe because, as I always say with some Jordans, they look good with just jeans, some with shorts. I find with the 9, looks good with a jean or a short. So I'm always sold on that. But this is actually the pair from the Countdown Pack. And, like, Kev, you, you, remember, the, you remember the condition that he got games. Like, yeah, pristine. Look, like, look at the condition of this shoe. So, 2008. Like mint. It's like no paint cracking or anything either, right? Minimal, if that. Crazy. I didn't do nothing to them. And the shit kicker of it, I'll, I'll even tell you, you know me and prices. I got this pair, 125 bucks. 
and the he got games 125 dollars and like lightly worn yes 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 so happy you can't even get outlet pairs for that cheap anymore can't even like <laughs> it's wild man you know me i'm not saying shit like when he got the prices i was like yeah so. i ain't saying nothing <laughs> i'm not saying nothing so so i ended up yeah picking up a lot and yeah they were like 125 bucks a piece i mean can't really go wrong for that so steal that's a great yeah. deal and the he got games like pristine and like i was saying like 125 i was looking on um ebay like a used pair is like 300 bucks same thing with that nine i know they retroed that nine recently didn't like them you know me i just i like the older stuff so I was actually hunting for that particular pair, so I was actually quite surprised that, yes, somebody had it, ad was up for a bit, and yeah, I just jumped on it. So Jordan 9s, man, super slept on, silhouette, as well as the Jordan 10. 9s and 10s, people be sleeping, but I fucks with them. So I can't mess with you on the 10s. It's a, it's a shoe I've never cared for, but the 9s, I'm with you on. Nines uh, the sure. nine, Yeah, the 9s, I think they've done a solid... It, it's funny, too, because... I mean, they've released quite a bit of, like, non-OG colorways, but I'm not even mad at them. Like, I don't know what it is about it. Like, I have no qualms when they release nines, like those, some of the obscure colors. It doesn't really bother me, which is very strange. But I yeah. feel like because it's a silhouette, not a lot of people wear. Like, not a lot of people wear nines. No. So, I love it. I do get you on the tens. The tens are hard for me with jeans. I think they look really good. I mean, it's more of a ball shoe, too, right? It has, like, that ball shoe kind of look, but a nice summer shoe. And with the 10s, a lot of the silhouette, a lot of the colorways, I should say, sorry. Not a huge fan of, unless it's the older stuff. 2005, they had a really good run with, like, the steels, the red steels, the linens. They had an all-black pair. I love the Dornbecker pair. So there's a few, but I definitely agree. The 10s are really not for everyone. I don't mind them. That's one of the shoes for me, kind of my first like vivid memory of Jordan is that Jordan 10. So it kind of holds like it has some, you know, sentimental value for me yeah. in terms of that. And that's what it is, right? Everybody's got that pair or, or something that has some kind of meaning to them that makes them important to you that you don't care what anybody else thinks. Nah. You're grabbing nah, them. I, I fucks with them, man. A steel 10, man. That's the pair for me. And it takes me right back. Just like music takes me right back to that exact moment when I first seen them. You know, told that kid, man, come come up off those. I need to I need to see what's on the bottom of those those those, those shoes. I never forget, man. They, you know, stand in line, made him take them shits off so I could fucking read all the little accolades and <laughs> shit at the bottom, man. So as an old school collector, I pretty much over the years have had at some time or another at least one of just about every model. I have never owned a pair of tents. What? I have never once owned a pair of tents. I should get one just because. Like, just a hat, like I have to, but I feel like I have to. I might to. buy one for you. <laughs> that's crazy. You know what? That's crazy, though, because, you know, like I said, we've been following each other for a long time. Like, I would have thought, like, naturally, I guess, you know, kind of me assuming that, yeah, like, you would have you would have yeah. had a Jordan, a Jordan 10. So that's actually, that's actually shocking to me, to be honest with you. But... It kind of shocked me just even saying it now, but it, it, like, it makes you think about it. Like, wow, really? Like, yeah, it's the one pair. I have never owned a pair. That's wild. Uh, okay. I've had just about, and, and again, I was watching Jordan, like I'm old. I watched him throughout his career. So, I mean, shoes that he wore, I tended to have. I don't know why. I just never grabbed a pair of 10s. It just didn't. Okay. All right, man. I might, I might have to change that for you, man. 
Size eight. You know what's funny? Jordan tens are one of the few pairs of retros that I feel like I could fall in. I don't 100%. know why. I like the, how comfortable they are. They might be. I've never actually put a pair on. Yeah, it, it's it, honestly for, and I know everyone has this where they have like one Jordan that they're like, this is so great. This fits my foot so well. Like some yeah. people are like, the 11s are the most comfortable things where for me that patent leather is kind of tight around the toe. I still yeah. like them. I still have them. But like some people are like, oh my God, the 11 is the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn in my life. Some people, so 13. I like to me, I feel like I could ball in a pair of Air Jordan 10s. Give me any color. It doesn't matter what. Like, but that shoe to me has always felt really comfortable. I feel like that about the 14s. There's 14s something the way it hugs your ankle and just there's something about it. A lockdown support for sure. 14s are another comfortable shoe. Whoever said Jordan 11s are comfortable is fucking lying. It's terrible. I have nightmares from SneakerCon when I wore those, uh, I think it was a 2009 Space Jam. My feet were done. Yeah. Finished. I love them. Oops. I love the 11s, always will, but they're not comfortable. They're not. They're not. <laughs> not for extended periods of time. No. I certainly no. And I'm just beyond. I don't know how I'm to. Beyond that point. Yeah. I'm beyond that point. Where it's like, okay, I got like a three hour window like that I can wear this shoe. I'm beyond that shit. I'm not for the age. I'm just like, no, like it needs to be comfortable. If it's not, fuck yeah. that. I ain't wearing it. Yeah. Straight up. So oh. that's where I'm at. I have too many pains in my old age. I don't need my feet hurting too. I'm telling you, man. I have a hard enough time putting my socks on. <laughs> you know, I'm getting off the couch. <laughs> so yeah, no, at least my feet can be comfortable then. That's it. All right, fuck. Ball it. It's all you now, brother. So, you know, as you guys uh, have probably noticed, we have a special guest, Polly, on with us. But, uh, and he did kind of allude to a little bit to his, uh, you know, his earlier days and then, uh, you know, pair that he's still on the hunt for. But let's get us started with uh, with his sneaker journey and finding out what were some of the favorite brands, models, and colorways that they got you into sneakers? So my journey, actually, I mean, we're going to go back to the 80s. You know, Nike was still fairly new. I remember, you know, I, I grew up in North York in the Toronto area, but my grandparents lived in the States. My grandparents lived in Detroit. So any free time that we had, we traveled to Detroit. And one thing that my grandpa was good for is every the end of summer before we went back to school he would take me and my cousin shoe shopping and that's when I really started kind of seeing shoes and I remember one of my earliest other than the tracks or the whatever that my dad used to buy me at Byway you know you got the sparks tracks. Tops. <laughs> this guy mentioned tracks that's hilarious tracks <laughs> or sparks or cheetahs one of those things. yeah 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 <laughs> um you know, I finally, one of the first brand name pairs of shoes I had were um, one of the first pairs of Pegasus. I actually, there was a store in Detroit that we used to go to. I can't even remember what the place was called. It was a chain, but I don't think they're around anymore. And I got this, this gray pair of one of the earlier Pegasus. And I got this, like, it was like a red suede pair of just generic Nike Air. It was like one of the first shoes that had an Air unit in it. And we got both of them for like 30 bucks. It was like a two for one thing. That's when I started noticing shoes. I was like, I was conscious enough that I wanted brand name something on my feet. Because before that, you know, there wasn't really, as a kid, you didn't really care. Like you'd rock your sparks, high tops proudly. You were going to beat them up. So it didn't matter. You know, after about a, a month, you weren't going to recognize them anyway. So it all started for me on those Detroit trips, I think. And then obviously, you know, Jordan coming into the league and, and, and being aware of him. 
and kind of seeing what some of the athletes were wearing and stuff and just being a Jordan fan from the start, I had to have those. When I was in, I guess it was junior high. Yes, I'm old. 1989. I remember guys at school, some of the kids who had a little bit more money had like the fours on. And I was like, I need those. Those are crazy. And I know Michael wears them and oh man, I got to get those. So it's funny that summer went to Detroit, went to the store and the fire red fours were on the wall. Grandpa said, have you, you know, have you, have you picked your shoe yet? I said, yeah, I want those. He said, okay, how much are they? You ready for this? 125 us dollars. Nope. Grandpa had a $99 limit or a hundred dollar limit. I was like, it's 20 bucks. bucks. That's the shoe I want. (laughs) Nope. He wouldn't, he wouldn't budge. I was so mad. So I settled for the white and black flight 89s, which now I have something like you is the sentimental thing because yes, it was part of a huge disappointment, but it also something about those because I actually had those first, you know, I settled for those. Still a dope pair though. I mean, yeah. Had the Jordan four mids. Hey, that's, right? exactly. that's a nice consolation Had prize. the air yeah, unit, man. had Nike air on it, said flight on it too. Yeah. Just like the fours. Yeah. yeah. Comfortable, like really nice looking shoe, but I really wanted those fours. So it's funny, that was like end of August. My dad, back when collegiate sports was around, went and found himself a pair of the Fire Red Fours and bought them for himself. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, stuff, sat up, stuff was just, you could just walk yeah. in at any time and get it, you know, and they used to throw like ridiculous sales. He probably got them for like 50 bucks. I don't know. So he comes home with these things and I was just like, Wow, really, Dad? Yeah, like, heartbreaking there. <laughs> so he's like, you know, my dad being my dad, he's like, well, do you want the box? And I was like, oh, I guess. I mean, it was a cool box. So he hands me the box, and I was like, wait, this feels kind of heavy, man. So I went into my room. I put the box down. I opened it up. I didn't look at what the size was or anything on it. Went into my room, opened it up. There were the fours. So oh, he bought man. himself a pair, but he also bought me a pair. Dope. That's why, you know, the fours will always have a connection. To me. I mean, the, the fire reds were, were my first ever pair that kind of just kicked it all off. You know, my journey kind of began a little bit before that. And then it got mm-hmm. to that. And then after that point, that's what just started the madness. That's where the, the addiction kicked in because the only time I would eat Wheaties back then was when Michael Jordan was on the box. <laughs> um, and I don't even know that we could get Wheaties in Canada back then. So whenever I went to the U S my grandma always had a box and they knew I, I like Jordan. So she always had, I still have them all. I still have all those boxes, the different ones. With no Jordan. way. Dope. Obviously they were, I wasn't thinking to keep them intact or sealed or anything, but I have all the shells. I mean, I, they're folded down, but yeah, yeah. I have them <laughs> on, the, on the back of that box was, was, or on one of them, there was a picture of the fives, the, the metallic fives they hadn't dropped yet. So I had just gotten these fours, my first pair and then already, you know, it was closing out in February when all the Jordans used to come out. And here was this shoe that just blew me away. I was like, whoa, like the five, five at that time was nobody ever seen anything like that before. Yeah. It was just a crazy shoe. And I used to sit there. I used to have a bowl of cereal before I went to bed every night. And I would literally sit there and, and stare at this picture of the Jordan fives. And I was like, I have to get those. And I knew we were going to Detroit for the holiday break or something. And I was like, man, I hope they're still there. I hope they're still there. Sure enough, they were. I guess it was February when we, when we went, walked into a footlocker in, in Detroit, old school footlockers. You guys probably never seen them before. They had the big scoreboard and they had like the wood paneling and stuff. It was, and they were just sitting there on the shelf. And, you know, you ask for your size. Yeah, of course. So um, 
dad got me those. So he bought me the fours, then he bought me the metallic fives. Rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like, and, and then I was just, I was on it. And fortunately I had a dad who kind of was like into it too. And he just, you know, he supported it. It's his fault. <laughs> That's <laughs> your fault. Yeah. But I mean, what a great surprise. I mean, like just seeing him with the pair and then, you know, kind of making you a little bit jealous and then yeah. handing you a box and then opening up and finding the pair that you, you actually wanted it. and him thinking about you as well, knowing that you wanted that pair, blessing you with that. What an amazing story that is because I know I had to beg for sneakers, you know, when I was younger too. So when the time came around and I actually like either had good grades or you told them, what if I could just combine my birthday present with my Christmas present, like, you know, like those types of things. And then they're like, no, no, no. They always say no. And then all of a sudden they'll surprise you. Yeah. You kind of just like, you know, that just one of those moments that, uh, yeah. you know, you just filled with joy, but no, super dope that your dad did that for you. I love but, my pops for that. Bro. Yeah. Sure. I just want to interject. I remember having like a sales pitch every time I wanted something, bro. It was like a fucking project. Like I'm like, yo, I had everything laid out. I had, Anything she count, I always counted. Anything she had, I'm like, but no, we could Sega Genesis was one, one like, and she got it. And I at the end, I remember she told me after the fact, she's like, you know what? The pitch you gave me, the shit worked. <laughs> it's <was> just <laughs> because, yo, when you, yo, when you wanted something, you got super inventive. Like, in I'm terms sure of I did the same thing. Yep. Getting that, that shit across, man. <laughs> you had all your, you had all your reasons laid out, the pros, you know, all that stuff. You know, your promises, you made sure that you kept all your promises in regards to that. But oh, yeah. yeah they, always they always bless you. Yeah, they always bless you. I'm going to talk back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's amazing. That's an amazing story because like one of those pairs that, like you said, what's 25 bucks? Why can't you get that, you know, the Jordan 4 from your grandfather? And, you know, good thing for him that he stood his ground because, you know. Yeah, old was, school, right? Like they. That's how it was, right? Yeah. That's, no, you pick, that's you pick within perfect. your limit. <laughs> and that's how it was. But, you know, your dad knew how much you loved it and ended up, ended up getting them for you anyways. But what was it like growing up in terms of sneaker, like just everybody else? Like, what was everybody else wearing in school? Like, were they also wearing Jordans? Were they, was it Nike heavy? Was it other brands possibly? I think when I was first conscious of what other people had on their feet was probably in junior high around that time. I went to school in North York, very heavy Jewish areas. So there was a lot of money. These kids had a lot of money. It's something that I didn't. So I, you would see a lot of Jordans. You would see, all, you know, there was a lot of Nike basketball shoes coming out at that time. Yeah. Some of the flights, the flight series, the highs, like the, the lows, like the, I don't know if you guys remember the air bounds. <laughs> I think that's what they were called. There was a high top pair of flights. They were black with like white trim. It was right around 89, 92. A lot of kids had those. I remember in school, kids with British Knights. <laughs> you yeah. guys PKs? Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, of course, you, you, I mean, there were shoes that had always been around. So, like, you're always going to have your kids that had Adidas on or whatever, whatever. I just never, those didn't grab me the same way. It was always uh, Jordan's, Nike's. Once the Nike, you know, started, you know, once Nike came out with the Air and they started really kind of changing the game. Every year there was, like, whether it was running, whether it was tennis, whether it was basketball. I remember having this, I don't know where I got it. I still have it somewhere. It's called a flight or no, a Nike operation manual. And it's this like pamphlet that Nike put together. And it had like all these different categories, tennis, running, basketball, and all the new technologies that they were developing at the time. Oh, and dope. the fours are in there. The fives are in there. Air Max ones are in there. 
some of the old trainers are in there and it would have like these, they would have a picture of them and then it would have all the specs and you could really see technology at that time was really kind of evolving. You know, they went from this real basic waffle thing to, you yeah. know, the air and it just kind of, so a lot of that stuff was around then. So there were, there was a lot of options. There was a lot. And that just kind of, that really attracted me. So I, I, I you know, the plain old Adidas that uh, most of the kids had didn't really do it for me. I was like, no, 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 no. I want this new stuff. Right. <laughs> you saw the pamphlet. You saw the be, units. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be like some of the, these few kids that had the pair of fours or, or these nice like flights on. I, I want to be like them. Yeah. So for sure. that, that's kind of what I gravitated towards. So right off the bat, Nike was always my go-to. There was a long time where that's all I bought until I got to, there was a certain area where Fila came in. If you grew up in Toronto, Fila was big. Ewing was big for a while. Ewing, yeah. You couldn't be from Toronto and not have a pair of Ewings. 100%. Uh, so I had a few of those. I really didn't get into Adidas until much later on. My early days was strictly Nike, mainly Jordan. I might've had a couple brand name pairs before those Nikes. I might've had a pair of Avias. I think I had a pair of Brooks. I remember Brooks, yes. this, this yeah. one girl I had a crush on in school. I, I remember she sat down and I had my new Brooks on. She's like, oh, I like your new shoes. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were they were they hydro flow? Do you remember those? <laughs> no, I don't. That was like Brooks's answer to Nike Air. It was like a, they had like a, a visible air unit, but had like some kind of a gel in it, like a greenish. Oh, gel definitely in. not. No, they were <laughs> probably the most basic of. Okay. Basic. Yeah, I was like, yeah, these, these Brooks, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you cut the eye. They went all Nike after that. Yeah. So that was your collection back then, but what about your collection now? Are you still heavy, heavy Nike, or are you like open up to other brands as well? I, I love shoes, period. Yeah. Well, I try to be diverse. Obviously, it's Nike Jordan heavy because that's what I've always liked. Yeah. I've gone through stages where I'll load up on Adidas or I'll, I'll load up on some like Vans. I go through my phases where I just like, I'll buy like every color Vans or mm-hmm. Chucks. Um, Chunks, okay. New, oh, balance. new balance, yeah. New balance, yeah. New, new ba- okay. I, I loved it, and it's funny that New Balance is in this resurgence the last couple of years. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, they, for some people, they've always been there. Yeah. I remember my so my uncle growing up, my my cousins lived in Massachusetts, and, and New Balance is made in that area. Mm-hmm. So he always used to wear New Balance. That's all he wore, and I I was like, all right, like <laughs> I guess. I mean, he's my uncle. He's kind of a dork. But <laughs> but then obviously, you know, probably after my retail days, maybe that I really got an appreciation for New Balance, for the old Asics, like the gel lights and stuff. Yeah. Um, nice. I went real heavy on those for a while and I, I tried to mix in some other stuff. Reebok, maybe like some of the Iverson. I never got into the Shacks or anything like that. I don't even think I ever owned a pair of pumps. Oh. I kind of want—I kind of want those D Brown ones, and I know they—they they released like last year, and I slept on them, and but uh, I never really got into that stuff. But I have a pretty diverse collection. I have a right. lot. I have a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah but it's—it's yeah. it, it's definitely Nike Jordan heavy, and I'm very nostalgic. So I try to just grab anything that's—that's that's what I love about Nike. They retro everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to see stuff that hits that nostalgic kind of you know tick in me, like something that I remember from way back when seeing that again, you know, or, or seeing it in a truer form. So like, since they put the Nike air branding back on, now I want to get all the original colorways again with Nike air branding. That's how it was when I grew up. Right. 
like yes. yes the Jumpman era had its thing you know and everyone was buying retros it's it just not the same to me because when they first came out when i first saw them they had nike air on the back yes so i agree now one of your questions too uh, maybe i'm jumping ahead sorry guys was you know do you prefer older retros or newer retros yeah yeah, yeah. tell us about that then. it's kind of a mix i like newer in the sense that they kind of look more like the old ones with like the branding and stuff but as we all know they miss certain things on a lot of them and the quality is definitely yeah shape like, materials not even close to what it used to be of course yeah. so while i like that they're bringing back the look of the old ones with, with the original branding they're not doing it right because they're they're not there's nothing compared to how they were back in the day so you would prefer the older retros then? Like you're like Rich. Rich is one of those guys who, you know, even though you know there's some retros that you know that he picks up, he would still prefer the older ones just because of the quality, the quality, have, right? Yeah. And the craftsmanship. Yeah. So it's a tough one for me. Like I, and if you ask me to choose, like a really really good quality pair or a pair that said Nike Air on the back, which maybe the quality is crap, I would probably take Nike Air pair just because it looks, it reminds me of when you know I first had them. And I've had, you know, I have all kinds of retros with, you know, and there's there's some that I that I that I still have that I really love that have the jump man on the back. Actually, actually, that's I forgot to say that I I wore my cement threes. The two thousand was two thousand eleven. Did they come out twenty eleven? Black cement threes? No, white white cement. White, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Was 20, it 20, 2010, I think it was. Yeah, twenty ten. Twenty ten. Um, yeah, I wore those the other day. I mean, I really want those with Nike on the back too. Now I know they're talking about coming out with this one next year, but again, yes. the age look thing is killing me. <laughs> I don't want them to look yellow. I want them to look pristine like they're yeah. supposed to. Right. No, I guess I still want the ones, but I'm low-key hating because I don't want the cracked leather look and the yellow. Right. Yeah, it's kind of a love-hate thing with that. I know it's it's a trend right now, but yeah, you're right. Like I think when we bought shoes back in the day, it's like when they were brand new and gleaming uh, uh white or whatever it was that's when you know like you walked in school and it was almost like a, a beam right when you totally. came in. spotlight yeah spotlight exactly yeah. i mean uh, that's where the term neck breaking came from right like you'd yeah, want people yeah. be like Damn! you know yeah. <laughs> you have these crisp new shoes i don't want them to look yellow because i don't want them to look creased i don't want them to look yellow you know now that's cool but back then it was like no 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 you want them to look new always yeah and then you and clean them up after everywhere you want yeah. to keep that right as soon so, as the shoe started looking worn, I tended to like stop wearing it. Then I would sell it. Right. Now yeah. I would totally looking back, I slapped myself because I got rid of a lot of pairs that man, like, like I had OG pairs of so many different silhouettes that man, if I should, I should have kept those, but I wasn't yeah. in the frame of mind back then. It was like, nah, they're old, you know? Yeah. And they're of course, old, the they're yellow. Oh, the shoe games come a long way. You know? I feel the same way too. Yeah. There's pairs that I let go because, the tab cracked and now we have guys that will restore that stuff for you. You know, like yeah. I had pairs that were just beat up and I donated them. You know, I had so many pairs like that black metallic fives that I just dumped off at uh, salvation army or Goodwill yeah. or something. That reminds me of another funny story. So my dad who had the, he bought himself those fire red fours also bought himself the military blue fours. Okay. Now those I didn't have originally. Mm. And I remember over, he wore them. Uh, Pops was fly. Like, we used to go to a baseball game and he'd have his Jordans on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> they turned yellow. They started cracking. I'm pretty sure he threw them in the washing machine and then they just like started crumbling. Right. And I was like, ooh, that, oh, it just, it, it hurt. 
we ended up selling them. This is when I lived in California. This is years ago. We sold them and I think made a couple hundred dollar profit on them. Wow. And this is back then. And they yeah. were falling apart. Like somebody just wanted, oh, that's an original. Right. Uh, it's and we had metallic fives too. And I think we we sold those too. If I would have kept those, <laughs> yeah. Just I, I would have had them in a glass case, if nothing else. It For sure. Wasn't, you know, you go through stages where you want to unload stuff, or like I said earlier, like to pay a bill or something, but I regret it sometimes. So I'm very yeah, but back then, but back then you wore them to wear the shoes, and then when you were done wearing them or whatever the case was, they were beat up, then you were done with them. You yeah. just got rid of them, right? There was no yeah. you know afterthought of like, oh, maybe you should keep these and have them as a display, right? It's still right. like now where yeah. It was become very mainstream and people are kind of looking back to the stuff that we already had. And, and then, you know, they aren't able to find those things anymore. But it, uh, it amazes me now when I look back at collectors who have dead stock original shoes because they had that mentality back then. I didn't have that mentality. I don't know what their yeah. goal was, whether they, you know, whether they saw how big the sneaker game was going to be or their value or they just they're collectors and they just wanted to keep these things like a museum piece. Yeah, I didn't have well, that mentality. Me neither. As a kid, it was like same thing with like toys, right? Like yeah. I think we talked about this before. Like if somebody had a GI Joe or a Transformer still in the box, I was like, "Fucking take that shit out and play with it, man!" Like same thing with sneakers too. When yeah. some when I bought a pair of sneakers, those went straight to foot. There was no like, "Oh, I'm going to keep these in the box and leave them here and you know just admire them." It was nothing like that. It was like I had to wear them. I had to play with that toy. I had to play that video game. You know, there was no sealed Super Mario Brothers that ever existed from anyone that I knew. Like, as yeah. soon as you got that, you cracked it open and you played that, right? You were, yeah. I mean, and I, and I never had the money to double up, you know? You right, know? yeah, yeah. So it was like, if I could, <laughs> I found a way to get the pair, well, I sure as hell wasn't just going to sit there and stare at it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see it on my feet. Yeah, there was no such thing as a rotation back then. You got what you got, and when you got it, you wore it. Yeah, yeah, you wore. So I, those first fours that we talked about, I wore those things until the heel drag was so bad, like there was like <laughs> it was like slanted. Yeah, 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 mine too. And then I tried coloring them because my buddy had the bread fours, and I was like, "Oh, those are cool." So I took a I took a marker and I started coloring my original fire reds. And I got halfway through one shoe and my mom was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, well, I'm trying to make them black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I killed those. I, I don't know where that pair is. I, they might still be at my mom and dad's house. But oh, one, wow. one of them is half permanent markered. That would be a crazy. Uh, There's like no soul dig. left. but yeah getting back to the retro thing because i was was interested to hear you know just uh, your thoughts on retros but in terms of retros and you talked about the crep hemps too like because you just picked those up you know what are some of the more recent retros that you're excited to see come back like you know obviously the fire red fours you know maybe some of these black metallic fives like that sort of thing but are there any other pairs that you were like man i can't believe these came back and you know just had to have them aside from the obvious the jordans like any any original colorway jordan yeah been excited for so like the the fire red threes recently yeah was a big one for me but here's my sleeper one so a shoe that not a lot of people were on so back when i was in college the viatech trainers oh yeah i had a pair of viatech trainers and they were so like next level back then because they were just so bright and different i had a pair of those and then ultimately got rid of them and then just you know the world forgot about them if you were around at that time that shoe was maybe cool to you Nobody this era has any clue. Like, so when those came back a couple of years ago, or man, it's been like three years ago now, 
for years, I kept saying, bring those back, bring back those Viatech trainers. And it was like, it was such an obscure shoe that they were like, no, nobody's, they're never going to bring those back. Mm-hmm. But those came back and I grabbed a pair. I was like, it was like a jewel. Yeah. So yeah. I'm probably the only one who's going to say that shoe, but over the past few years, that's probably the biggest one for me because I never thought I'd see that shoe again. And I just, there was something that attracted me to that shoe and just the fact that I had it back then. And it was so different as soon as that came back. Matter of fact, maybe I'm going to wear those tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that appears though. Yeah. Those, I mean, that the silhouette itself is such an amazing silhouette. I loved that whole trainer series, but you're right. Like that bright, loud colorway yeah. uh, back then it was like in the eighties and the nineties, like those bright, loud colors were a thing. And then, you know, later on colors became more muted, a lot more just earth tones type thing or whatever, but yeah, you're right. Like you never would have thought a shoe like that coming back and retroing now would be as popular as uh, it was back then. But for somebody yeah. like you that grew up and, exactly. and had that pair, that was it for you. Like you And then they weren't. They're probably still sitting on shelves somewhere. Like nobody yeah. really wanted them. But for me, it was like I would have woke up at six in the morning and jumped on sneakers for them. You know, like I had to have those. I was like, yeah. wow, they finally brought these back. Another one, now it's a little bit older now, was the Curry Air Max 1s. Oh, I love that, that was like too. A, that was like a cult classic beautiful beautiful. and they brought that back people didn't understand they're like why yeah yeah like mocha threes my buddy's a huge sneakerhead but he just he didn't understand when the mocha threes came out he was like no it's easy pass for me i was like because you weren't there when they came out yeah yeah and and they were those with a cleveland browns jersey like (laughs) and it just was like these white and brown simple threes i want an og pair i'm hunting for an og pair the retro was okay like i just I prefer that OG one, but I'm on the hunt for that particular pair, actually. And straight soul swap, and I want to wear them. Yeah. No, I settled for the retro because I, you know, but yes, the OGs were amazing. I was in university when those came out. And I remember, like, there was just something about just a simple white and brown on on a free silhouette. And it just worked. It just worked. worked. And I remember going to the mall, like, I got to get something to, to match this. And I remember going into this, one of those jersey stores. And they had, um, who was it? From the Browns quarterback, Couch, Tim Couch. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had an <laughs> authentic Tim Couch jersey on the clearance rack. And I looked at my feet and I looked at the jersey and I was like, <laughs> let's go. Cop. <laughs> let's cop that. Auto cop. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, you, you know what? That's a, that's a good point, though. Like that era, like that you guys are talking about, that like lifestyle era yeah. where they had the mochas, they had, you know, cool gray threes, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of cool, those like, missed fours, like Oreo fours, Oreo fours, exactly. So, like at the time, you probably could get them relatively easy, but then you didn't. And then later on, when you try to find them, they weren't as easy to get later on as you thought. And then, like you said, they retro them, and you're like, "Man, I just got to get the retro now." Yeah, it, it's funny how it was because yes, when I was, I mean, even even when I was in college, I mean, those were the days of lining up for shoes. I remember for a Jordan launch, just I, I, on a Saturday, I would get up extra early, get to the mall and plant myself in one of the six stores that was going to have them, uh, whoever had the smallest line. And there was a couple of times when I was just like, I was the first one there. People didn't camp out yet at that point, but they, they lined up early. So there were certain ones that were really hard to get where you had to line up like that. But then there was other ones. Like I remember they would just sit there. Uh, yeah. The Oreo fours, I think I, I was like, oh, they're going to sell out. But then I, I slept in or something. I dragged myself to the mall at like two o'clock 
mm-hmm. they were still there. And then shoes like that were kind of those sleeper ones where they gained value years later. Right. So like there are some pairs that did retro that you really had to have. But is there like a pair that still hasn't retroed or has that hasn't seen a, a second chance yet that you're hoping makes a comeback? That hasn't retroed at all or hasn't retroed in a while or not hasn't, properly? Maybe. I would say either hasn't retroed at all or hasn't retroed properly. Like, so for me, for example, that military blue four was my first Jordan and I'm waiting for the Nike air. Like there's been retros of that pair, but I want the proper Nike air retro like they did with the bread fours, like they do with the white cement. Right. So that would be the one for me, but is there a pair like that? The last military blue they did was one of the worst quality leathers. The midsole was garbage. Terrible. Oh, six was, I, I have the 07, yeah. Yeah. 06, 06 yeah. or 07, whichever one that one is. That's the one I have, but it's falling apart. So no, the, the obvious answer to that question is the exact same. That's the one that, that would roll off my tongue. We need to see a proper military blue four with Nike Air on the back. Didn't I they really announced can't think... though, like uh the, it literally looks like a military blue, but there's they gave been it a different name. But the golf one? No, well, there's no, a golf one. There's a military black that they came out with the jump man on the back. But no, but there's another one that is coming out, I believe. Oh, oh, the one with the gray and the navy on it, or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, the one that Paul and I both want is yeah. the military four with the Nike on the back. I have that 06 or 07 pair, whatever it is, and I refused to get that 2012. Mainly one because my 07 was still wearable at the time. But like Colin said, the quality was just garbage so i just didn't even want it you know you put them on and it was like the toe <laughs> box was just done and it's like i can't wear these you, it maybe so that's bad. where the inspiration for the leather on the panda dunks came from <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's just put the shittiest quality ever so we have all this leftover material from, from the military fours of 2012 let's just put that on panda dunk it's possible <laughs> that's a really good question though i I, that, I mean that's my obvious choice i can't think off the top i'm sure there is yeah uh, as soon as we get off tonight i'm gonna be laying in bed later and I'm gonna be like oh yeah there's one but we kind of had a, a little bit of offline discussion earlier just about sports and football and all this stuff and you're a huge huge sports fanatic which i love about you but tell us about your love for sports and you know some of your favorite teams and how it may tie into your your love for sneakers like you talked to him earlier about the tim couch jersey with the mocha threes right so you know what are your teams first of all and then does that influence your sneaker decisions oh absolutely pops made me a sports fan early on because my dad was always a sports fan my dad went to the university of michigan so i mean as soon as i was old enough to know what was going on my dad's american but he, obviously i was born and raised here so he was living in canada at the time so i was big into hockey I latched on to the New York Islanders because they were, they were in their dynasty days the, when they won their four cups in a row. And it was just like Mike Bossy was my favorite. And they had really cool colors. There was something about that blue and orange. So to this day, I still, anytime I see a shoe that's like Islanders, Knicks, Mets colors, I'm like, I got to get those because that's Islander colors. Mm-hmm. Basketball, obviously, really getting into basketball as the Jordan era was beginning. I mean, the Bulls to this day are still my favorite team. They always will be because no matter how bad they are, because that's the era that I was in. And that influenced me, obviously, because I wanted every pair that he wore or, you know, that Scotty wore or that, you know, whoever else was wearing at the time. Because, you know, the NBA really 
as shoes started to develop, you'd, you'd see different players who had their, you know, signature shoes or, or, you know, the different brands. Football Raiders and Giants, as we talked about. Raiders, same thing. It's just something about silver and black. So anytime I see a shoe that's silver and black, I got, I got it because I'm, I'm always thinking about matching it with a Raiders jersey or a Raiders jacket or hat. Yeah. That's another pair I got not too, not too long ago was the Raider colors of the uh, Trainer SC. And I know they just brought back the Auburn colorway too, which really I need to grab, but I'll behave myself. <laughs> I, had, I had to get that Raider one. Yeah. Baseball Yankees. My dad was always a Yankees fan. The Yankees, it's either you love them or you hate them. Mm-hmm. But I was raised a Yankee fan, so obviously I will always love them. And college, Michigan, everything. If Michigan has a, a cricket team, I'm rooting for them. If they have a ping pong team, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Obviously, basketball and football are your big ones. Basketball, big influence on sneaker history. I mean, when the Fab Five was rocking, you know, the black Air Max with the black socks and the extra yeah. long. Sure. Those yeah. were the days. Those were That's the a pair they need to bring back. So, okay, there's an answer to your question. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Barclays, the, yes. the Fab Five ones. Yes. Properly. Do it properly. Yeah. Yes, that's we need those ASAP. Thank you for sparking my memory. Uh, <laughs> that's the shoe that needs to come. That and military blue force. But I mean, that was a huge influence. The college college basketball had a, has had a huge influence on sneaker history because you know a lot of these young guys coming up, they used to have you know the, you know or the teams when they first started doing the sponsorship with Nike and stuff. You know, they would get some of these shoes, and you'd be like, "Ooh, yeah, where did they get those college colorways?" Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the first times I saw the Taxi 12s, I was watching a, a well, I had seen them before, but when they when they finally, I was like, okay, I got to get those, is because uh, I was watching, you know, Saturday morning, I'd get up and it was all college basketball or, or football. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think, I think it was Syracuse was on and one of the guys had Taxi 12s on. I literally turned the game off, went to the mall and grabbed a pair. So co- college sports, you know, you know, seeing what these guys were wearing. I remember back then, social media wasn't around. So you relied on what you saw athletes wearing or you relied on, I know we're going to get to the music thing. You relied on what you saw guys wearing in the source or in double XL or whatever. Yeah. So sports is huge because it, it, it was like a platform where you could actually see people wearing these things. Yeah, um, definitely. So what, what about your thoughts on like, you know, sports related sneaker collabs? So even just like athletes now too, for example, like you've got like the, Sa- the Saquon Barkley trainers, you know, like athletes are getting their own colorways and stuff like that too, or sports yeah. teams are doing. So obviously we see the Oregon pairs and those are, you know, heavily sought after. We see a lot of these college pairs, but there's a lot of like, Kali had talked previously about like, you know, Patriots colorways and things like that have come up. So what are your thoughts on sports related sneaker collabs and what would be something that you'd like to see a brand do on a sports related collab that's a really good question i don't even know that i can answer that like yankees or would there be like a yankees uh, well they've done they've done i remember didn't they do they they did like a jeter oh jeters yeah they have jeter 11s yeah i mean some of the michigan PEs are just nuts i wish i get my head like but they were all like Big sizes in a size eight. Like yeah, they were like PEs for, for players. One of the true ones, you know, yes, they did the Michigan five, the general release one, but it's right. not like the ones that like some of the pairs that they had when they first started doing that collab. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the Oregon's had some pretty dope pairs, but Michigan had some crazy ones that were PE only though. I wish they would make some of those available to a small feet people. I don't know. I don't know what I'd like to see as far as, 
I mean, I'm always down to see like, yes, we see a lot of that stuff with the college teams, but it would be cool to see more kind of pro like, yeah, I'll, I'll take some Yankees colorways. <laughs> yeah, some Navy, some Navy Jordans. Pin, pinstripes on there. Or, sure, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember the uh, Air Max one. It was one of the Japan colorways. What were they called? Uh, but they were they were white and navy leather, and then they kind of had pinstripes on them. Oh, um, I do know what you're talking about. But I had uh, a pair, too, and I can't remember the name. And it had, like, the Japanese on the tongue. Ah. Uh, Google it. I can't. It's going to bug me now. So they, I mean, those obviously weren't like Yankees, but they, it kind of been, it kind of reminded me of that and it kind of inspired that. It's killing me right now, too. Um, um, and the pinstripes might have just been on the inside, like around the heel tab or something. I can't remember. I can't remember either right now. I know exactly. I, I, I don't even know how I'd look them up. <laughs> if I figure it out, I'll post a picture of them and tag all you guys. Yeah, or any of our listeners, if you're listening, just. Uh, <laughs> Is gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna lose sleep. <laughs> Get about this, but it's gonna bug me now too. Yeah, but no, you're right. Like they had, they had Jordan ones, like Jeter ones with the pinstripes on the on yeah. the collar and stuff like that too. Jeter had his own pair of Elevens. Yeah. One of them that's, I think it's the high that's like super expensive or whatever. Yeah, and then they had the the low, which kind of sat around for a little bit, like that, just the navy one or whatever. Yeah, right, right. No, sneaker. I mean, sports collabs are always cool. Like I'm a, as a big sports fan, I'm always. I have the Saquons. Obviously, Bo Jackson had a big, and a lot of those are coming back now, which I love. Or so even I, guys like, uh, like you know, we talked about uh, Victor Cruz. You know, he had his own like yeah, yeah. His own trainer. You know, like stuff like that. I think is is pretty cool where they give, um, you know, the athletes an, an opportunity to sort of design their sneaker too. And that Victor Cruz pair has, uh, you know, heavy influences from trainers and like even you know has kind of like some sort of like Yeezy almost inspirations to it too, like the Yeezy 2 inspiration-ish yeah. with like some of those textures and things like that on it. So, but you know, you also, you're also a lover of hip hop music and all that stuff too. And, you know, I, I noticed that does uh, play a little bit of part in what you rock as sneakers, because like you said, when we were growing up, you know, if it wasn't sports, you look to your favorite artists or your favorite rappers or whatever the case was and see what they were rocking. Like I knew when I was younger, like you talked about Fila's, like when I saw Tupac rocking those uh, Red Hills, it was like, that was fucking dope. Like, and then also, you know, Method Man also rocked those in Fila's in, in the, in the, Fila's in the Mary J video. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like when <laughs> I saw him rocking those, I was like, I had to have those. Exactly. It was like one of those things, like, how could I get a white contact lens and how can I grow my hair so I can do like a half Afro and wear Fila's, you know, like Method Man, but just the evolution of sneakers with music, you know, how did that play a part in, you know, what you were rocking as well? Yeah. That's obviously huge. So before I really got into sneakers, you know, I was listening to a lot of rock or whatever. I mean, hip hop was still kind of growing. When I really started getting into the Jordans and stuff is kind of when, you know, hip hop was really coming into its own too and rap. I mean, I remember listening to NWA and Ice-T, mm-hmm. Public Enemy, yes, sir. You know, stuff like that. And, 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 you know, NWA ha- used to have all the Raiders stuff or, or, or the King stuff, all the, you know. And I remember seeing them like wearing, like easy wearing a pair of threes or fours. I can't remember, you know. So hip hop had a huge influence. And then obviously, you know, when the, when the magazines all started to come out, like the source and double XL and, and all those going through those and seeing what the different artists were wearing, seeing them in videos like that. I, I probably never, like, I liked Grant Hill, 
and that shoe was kind of different, but I probably never would have bought it had I not seen meth wearing it in that video. Yeah. But two, you said Tupac. I mean, I remember um, in the video for the song from, from, from Juice where he has the, the red UNLV parka and the red beanie, the yeah, white yeah. and red filas with the strap hanging off the back. Yeah. Um, you know, there was that period where filas were huge and I, and I wanted those ones because I wanted, because Pac was wearing them in that video and I wanted them with the strap hanging off the back. And then a lot of artists were wearing like in the 90s, especially like the color pop. So it was like suede filas of the brightest color possible was what <laughs> everybody had had to have. And then the Ewing thing was big in, in especially Toronto culture. You'd go down to Eglinton East and everybody had a pair on the subway. Everybody had a pair of Ewings on. They had so many different kinds too. And they were just big and clunky, but mm-hmm. you know, they had that basketball hanging from <laughs> little basketball big straps. Yep. Yeah. I got my first pair of Ewings in Jersey, actually. Uh, what's that big mall? Uh, Orange. I can't remember what it's called, but I remember I got a, a black and white leather pair of Ewings. And then finally, I got like the red suede ones. Maybe this Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday already. Uh, yeah. I should post a throwback Thursday pick. There's a picture of me with like my airbrush jeans and a red Bulls parka with a bucket hat and a pair of red suede Ewings, I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to see if I can find that picture. Oh, <laughs> the, the, uh, what's airbrushed on the jeans? Does it say diplomats or like what's going? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I, this is like back in the day, I'm sure. Yeah, this is before that. So I, I'll dig those out too. I still have them. I'll send you a pic of those. I think I had like Tweety Bird on one of them, and yeah, like yeah, my, yeah. my name yeah. down the other leg. You, you weren't wearing one of the shirts with the plastic dollar bill inside of it or whatever, or like the. No, oh, I remember I that. One strap, I had the one strap down of the overalls, though. Yeah, I had a, a I had a Sylvester shirt, and he was like a gangster, and he had a bandana on and everything, and it had like or glitter Bart's, on yeah. it. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the, one of them, I had Bart Simpson all hip hopped out with like the gold glitter for the chain and everything. <laughs> um oh yeah those were the days man i look yeah, at those were the look days. at that now and like wow we wore that stuff yeah but yeah, yeah. Man, like i remember the guys who, who these guys in scarborough who, who painted my first pair of jeans um, and then i started doing them myself if you walk into designer stores a lot of the stuff looks like that now actually i know everything comes full circle right so like, the designers like, using what the old stores used to oh man well, remember, I don't know if you guys remember like major damage and stuff like that, where they, oh, yeah. they first yeah. started destroying jeans and it was like, you go to like stitches or whatever. And it was like, stitches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the cheesiest, cheesiest, like, the, hey man, everything, they'll come back at some point. We all laugh, but you know, we went, yeah, well, we went from super, super baggy, you know, in the nineties into the two thousands to super, super slim. Yeah, you noticed over the last couple of years, it's kind of going back to baggy. No, I wore that stuff when I was twelve years old because I didn't know any better. Then I grew up. These people, yeah, but are, no, but the oversized is coming back now. People wearing baggier sweaters. You see yeah. Kanye wearing like these big shirts and stuff, and yeah. you see guys wearing baggy pants again. It's it, it all comes back at some point. Yeah, but literally, you could have something stored away for twenty years. And then it'll become relevant again. (laughs) Then it's vintage. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. And and, and speaking about vintage too, like, you know, you posted a few throwback photos where you've got like the pinstripe bull snapback with the starter uh, 
you know, Bulls jacket and then you're yeah. wearing like OG sixes, you know? And like you said, if you had kept those pieces, like people oh. are paying lots of money for that stuff now. Right. Yeah. And that was the stuff that we grew up on. Like those were staples in our wardrobe where, yeah, like Raiders starter jackets and, and caps because of NWA, you know, like your Bulls fit that you had, you know, like these are some of the, the outfits that we rocked. And then people now are going to grailed or they're going to these vintage stores and they're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for you know just that hat alone i've got a great story for you guys on that so um my cousins are like 10 12 years older than me so frequently they would pass me down a lot of these like jerseys and hats and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff so i've got like an alonzo morning charlotte hornets jersey in my club like stuff like that that like again i've never worn the thing but it's just like they were like yeah we're done with this like it doesn't fit us anymore you can get rid don't get rid of it don't get rid of it i have a whole section in my closet of just jerseys i don't them anymore how big are they bigger than me six five like my one cousin's six five jeez so yeah, like well, I, you got to keep in mind like Good they would have got these. Giant you would have, you would have, they would have had these when they were kids too, right? Like when they were like 10, 12, 13 oh, years God, old, right? Like recently? So. No, 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 not recently. No, no, this was like this was when I was a kid, so this was like 12, 15 years ago. So one of the hats they passed down to me was a Raptors hat. Kev, you might remember this. Omnis recently posted it. It had a big Raptors logo, like a big Raptors logo, and it went onto the beak. Yeah, and I, I saw. And I yeah. saw Omnis posted it and it was like, they were selling it for like 400 bucks. And I almost yeah. fell out of my chair. I was like, excuse me? Because yeah. they, had... they also did a live auction with like one of these vintage guys or one of these vintage shops. Mm-hmm. And they were selling all these big logo hats. And one of them did go for 400 US dollars. And it was getting bid up like it was nothing. Was it a white one or was it? No, the, it was a purple black. one. Purple one's the really expensive one. Well, what was crazy to me is because I remember we were talking about this in a group chat and they were talking, they're like, Oh my God, 400 bucks for a hat. And I was like, guys, you want to know what the kicker is? I walked over to my right. There's a picture of me as a kid wearing said hat. God knows where it is. Cause the first thing I did was like, I'm going digging in the closet. I'm like, Oh my God, do I still <laughs> oh, have, do I still <laughs> have this? I'm calling on this right now. Like, yo, you're going to cash me out for this right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> of course i i donated it to goodwill or something or that, something yeah. and i'm like wow like you know like just something where it was like it was a hat i wore when i was a kid like i didn't think anything of it now it's like 400 bucks like 400 bucks i had a vintage jordan flight suit and Those to this day, it, yeah. it still bothers me because i know i wouldn't have got rid of it because i loved it and i literally when my parents were still living in california i had my mom turn that house upside down i was like it's got to be there somewhere mom because i we don't know what happened to it so i don't know if we had a garage sale at some point and it accidentally got tossed in there or if we like donated some clothes Uh, i was like i've looked everywhere for that thing and i'm like why (laughs) like it's crazy too like for that type of stuff like even trev like you said with the hat and like what it's going for i remember when i met my wife and her mom they have, I guess, whenever the Toronto Raptors, that expansion team, like when they came here, she's my wife still has a fucking a leather Toronto Raptors jacket, like original from that time. She I actually have a picture when we took my daughter. When my daughter was born, she actually wore it to the game. And I like the day she wore it, I took the tags off. Like the tags and everything were still on it. Woo. And her mom has that shit. 
Like that, sh- I, I'm curious to see how much that shit will go for. But yeah, they bought it when the Raptors, like the team, like yeah. started. They ended up getting yeah this leather fucking Raptors jacket, like nuts. Still has it. Yeah, and like I said, she wore the my daughter's what six, so five years ago for the first time, and I had to I like ripped the tags off of it, like brand new. That's crazy. Just like nuts. So yeah, pieces like that are, are super hard to find out. Yeah, her mom has it. Like her mom just keeps it. Like she's just like, when you want to go to the game, I'll give it to you. But yeah, she has it fucking (laughs) from '96 or whenever the the team came to fruition. So just nuts to see shit like that. And honestly, the craftsmanship Uh, on it, like when you look at the craftsmanship, it's fucking wild, bro. Like the shit we get now is bullshit. That's why that was just made different. It's just made fucking different, man. Yep. You know, it's just like it's it's wild. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at the vintage stuff, sorry, like how long it lasts. Like you, you see these guys selling these vintage tees, these hats, and shit, and that's just a testament to the craftsmanship of it. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you the bullshit that we have now. The market's flooded with a ton of brands, so there's so many different levels of quality you're gonna get now. And the mainstream stuff is just not; they don't have to compete anymore for quality. So. There's so many mainstream stuff that you're not going to see what you did before because before everyone had to do fighting. So, but I, but I also feel like too like back then they just made things better. You know what I mean? You look at cars; they made cars to last. Yeah, it, it, it's just what it was, right? And as time went on, you know, they started mass producing these things. The quality just went downhill, like mm-hmm. from there. But I do I do agree though, Kali. Like to your point, I think that also plays into it as well. But it's just crazy to see, like I said, the craftsmanship of a lot of the stuff from back then to now. You know, you got OG look like Jordan ones from '85. Dudes are still wearing. Like, like hey. that's wild. But but the irony of it is, you look at a lot of these new retro ones, bro. Like ten years, fifteen years, they're done. They're done. Like it's a wrap. <laughs> the leather is fucking well. Whatever that material is, yeah, it's just gonna fall apart. My uh, black cement freeze from what? what? What's it been now? Five, six years? They're already yellowed. Yeah. My tinker threes, the toes are already yellowed. All of those. Not those even Katrina, old. The yeah. Katrina uh, threes they did, those black cements, the tinkers, even the mochas, all the toe caps, fucking yellow. They turned yellow, yellow. like this. Yeah. Like Got 2011 black cement threes, toe cap, white, white, white as fucking snow. Yeah. But once again, look it at, just uh, look at also the that that fragment Jordan three that came out and people were complaining because after like what was it even after a few months the back tab was already yellowed right like those those and and I don't know if you guys can recall but I think the first sign of retros yellowing quickly was that Wolf Grade five. Do you guys remember that Wolf Grade five? Oh, yeah. Those ones yellowed like in less than a year too. I remember I had those, you know, wore them a few times and then looked back and then. They were yellowed, and everybody's pair had done that. Like those yeah. are one of those. Those one of the times when they started introducing that, like that that blue tint, because yep. they wanted to sort of postpone like that prolong, yellowing, yeah, from, like yeah, prolong, prolong the yellowing from happening. Yeah. So that they made it fly blue. was awful. It was like piss, like yeah. yellow, yeah. like piss. I still have mine in the yellow. Like it is bad. Like it is really yellow. Like you can still wear it because it doesn't look too too bad with the gray, but it it yellowed really yeah. bad. But what looked bad with that one, I thought, because all the the liners and everything like was white and it was mm-hmm. like bright white, and then with the clear sole looked nice. But then once it yellowed with that white, it just looked terrible. It looked like shit, man. 
And I remember the whole bottom was all translucent. Yeah. You know, like with a certified part of it has a rubber. Yeah. But that yeah. whole thing was was translucent. Was, oh, yeah. So that whole bottom was just like piss yellow. Yeah. It was yeah. awful. I remember that pair. Uh, we were talking about those 2010 white cement threes. They're still white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still I have newer pairs of threes that are completely yellow. Yeah. Still so white, man. something with the material. <laughs> like, My countdown pack, black cement threes, 2008. They were still white. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. You know, those shoes are not going to last. I mean... And it's crazy because the you look at, like you were saying, Paulie, with the retros, you know, back when you was a kid, 125. When I was in high school, that's what I was paying. When I was in New York, yeah, all the retros were 120 bucks, $125 is what the retros are going for. And then you look now, we're paying triple the price yeah. for a lesser quality shoe, yeah. which is just nuts. I don't understand. Like, yeah, they're pushing 300 bucks now for a pair of shoes that don't last half as long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I rather invest, buy the older stuff, get them soul swapped, do whatever I need to do because they will outlive that 2018 Black Cement 3 that you have. You know, I'll be rocking a pair that's 15 years old and looks fucking way better than that shit you're rocking that dropped four years ago, yeah. which is just wild. So wow. that's my philosophy. I'll, <laughs> I'll spend them. I'll spend the money, man. I'll go hunting for them old pairs, man. Kanoski, salute to you. And I'll just get them, I get them fixed up because they're going to outlast that. I'm going to go drop 320 on a new retro that's going to last me, what, not even 10 years? When I can go back and get a pair that's 12 years old, you know, put a new fucking pair of shoes on it, like, or wheels, I should say, when I get them soul swapped. Yeah. And I can use them for another 15, 20 years. Yeah. I'm sure this is, but somebody told me, like, some of the materials just aren't around anymore. I don't know how true that is. No, that's probably part of it, too, yeah. Look, look at the infrared sixes. I had the original pair of you know, and, and it certainly isn't anything close to the, yes, they finally brought them back with Nike Air and anything, but that's not the same material at the original. No, 100% not. Not the same. Hold up. Not like the, the, the Durabuck or whatever they used to call it. Like, and somebody was like, oh, it's because they don't have, you can't get that material anymore. What, did the animal go extinct? No. Right? They still or have like, the processes and everything. It's either the cost became inefficient because right. they found ways to save money or make new margins, or it's because they've designed materials that are going to live so long, so people need to continue to rebuy things, right? If they have really good quality and everyone can just repair it slightly. Look, like, look at this pair. This pair is from 2000. 2000. Obviously, you got the oxidation. I mean... Yeah. The test of time, right? A but shoe if you repairman at, used to be a thing that everyone would go to, right? If you These look shoe at companies the, have made it so those they don't really exist. You look at the the new buck on this. There's no cracking on this, and this is a 20, 22 year old sneaker. Yeah, twenty two year old sneaker. I could literally soul swap this and wear these shits. Yeah, no problem. Twenty two years, but like twenty two. The ninety one pair when when the Bulls won their first title. It was Durabuck or whatever, but it had like a leather sheen to it. It had like a shine to it. It wasn't. It, yeah, like even the quality, the lighting, just my just lighting different is different leathers and quality. Like the heel, like around this part, it's like yeah, it's like almost like a leather on that. And that was from the original because original, I know Scholar. Shout out to Scholar. He talked about that. How kind of the the heel part around this was almost. It was almost like a factory. It happened by accident in terms of like when they were producing the shoe but yeah yeah, like i said you take the sneaker 22 years old and it's still holding up man it's crazy yeah they definitely don't make uppers like that and and like holly said you know it could be one of those things where there could be 
purposely using shitty materials to like break down. Yeah, and and you gotta buy, you gotta buy them again, right? Like they're living off of retros right now. The only way to get people to buy retros is to make sure that their older pairs fall apart on them too. So that could be a part of it. I'm sure Colin's yeah. right to a certain extent. Well, makes sense. Sad though. <laughs> yeah, it is sad. But you know what? I and mean, then if people keep needing to buy them, it keeps the hype around because people always are gonna want it, right? So, well, look, Polly. I mean, we talked about. You know, your love for sports, your love for music, some of the, the sneakers that you're, um, you know, I know you said you're looking for that white cement four, but is there anything else aside from that? I know that's one of those pairs that you have to have to have. Is there another pair, pair on your grail list that you absolutely must have or you're still on the hunt for? Like, is there something that you consider to be a grail that you would like to add to your collection one day? Nothing's going to come close to those. That's like, <laughs> The grail of all grails for me there's some shoes that they've come out with too that i just missed out on like the penny ones in the orlando colorway which just dropped recently but mm-hmm. super limited can we get a pair of those yeah right uh, I, I, I think they i mean there wasn't I, I don't think there was many places in canada that you got them. no if any right? at all if any at all yeah a couple of boutiques got them but they sold out like immediately but yeah you're right like that's a great pair because i think like rich is a huge penny guy he was able to get his pair, you know, but he didn't get it in Canada. He had to get it in the States. But yeah, no, that's another great pair. But aside from maybe a grail pair that you're on hunt for, what's one maybe that you had added that was something that you were proud to add to your collection? Or maybe it's one of those sentimental pairs, perhaps a grail. Like, do you own any grails? The Fire Red Force. I, I think I actually got blurried eyed when I finally had those in my hands again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called my dad and I was like, I got them. And he he understood because, again, he bought that first pair. So to have those again with Nike on the back, I I literally got choked up because that was my first ever pair of Jordans. That's awesome to hear, Uh, though, like the the whole full full circle thing, getting that as your first pair and how your dad gave that to you. And then now finally being able to buy it with your own money and having it with the proper retro. Definitely a cool story. Love that story. Like Rich said, we've been blessed to get a lot of the stuff that we did when we were kids. We had to beg, we had to, you know, do lots of uh, chores, save up that allowance. But when we did get them, it was one of those things that just kind of sparked this whole passion. So it was amazing to hear that story. Amazing to hear all your stories, really. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us, man. Oh, my pleasure, guys. I love talking about it. It's nice to be able to talk about it to people who actually (laughs) appreciate it, right? So Yeah, for sure, man. You tell random strangers this and they're like, what? (laughs) You have more than 10 pairs of sneakers? Like, what? (laughs) I'm I'm tired of explaining it. (laughs) Put it that way. Oh, man. Yeah, we we appreciate you jumping on with us. This was a lot of fun, man. Oh, my pleasure, man. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you again for having me, man. This was a blast. Yeah, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. Any shout-outs before we head out? Shout-out to Team Asla. Give me that size 8, white and cement 4. What's up, Janil? Uh... (laughs) Rum, rum punches at Island Mix this weekend. <laughs> like that. Like that. I got one, one major shout out is uh, just to Michael Williams, our winner of the 100th episode <laughs> giveaway. Huge, huge W for him. You know, we had a lot of entries. So thank you again to all of our participants for entering our contest. It was a big prize pack. Like we mentioned in our IG live, we will have more giveaways, hopefully bigger and better like we always do. But congratulations uh, to Mike and and thank you to, you know, just all of our listeners for supporting over the last hundred plus episodes though. 
Yes, okay. yes. Uh, yes. I got shout out Michael Williams on uh, the baby. And yeah. uh, uh, shout, out, yes. shout out City of Death for uh, the great time I had filming in Hamilton yeah, last week. Yeah, it was a really City good time. Of death. Yeah, I'm to continue having uh, some food destination tours in Hamilton. Maybe next time we go to Dim Sum that we walked past or something. I don't know, just uh, food. food oh, days Kali, man. That's where I was actually. Okay, so shout out to Emil. He did invite me to come out with you guys, and I, I mentioned I was going to try to go with you guys. Uh, but that's where I was. I was at Dipson House, literally right beside Omnis, and I couldn't wait for you guys, man. Like my family was like, "Oh man, we're so hungry, we gotta go eat." Yeah, shout out to Emil though, City of Death. Yes, sir. Shout out to the homie. Fuck Colin, cause I didn't get no fucking invite. Motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. Would came you out come out and holla at me? Come on, man. I Even know. if I didn't next, come out, it's courtesy. I will, next time we will invite you. Okay, I'm sorry. It's courtesy. I'm just fucking with you. Actually, I forgot a couple shout outs. Keep yeah, going. Come on. Daylight savings time and the evil. Paulie, already know what time it is. See, I love jump, this. I love jump, this. jump right in. Bird gang, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, the worst, man. Shout outs for me. Yeah, shout out to my son. Like I said, he's officially stealing my fucking sneakers now. So, but I got to keep an eye on him. Lock and, and then key, Rich. Lock and I, key. I'm telling you, man. I, he fuck, he might fuck around and get a pair that's like going to blow up on him. Like if he puts them on, <laughs> it's going to be a fucked up day for him. Oh, and as he he's doesn't on, realize the value of. I kill him. Oh, he already knows. I kill him. Shout out to the homies over at Omnis popped in the other day they actually got a pair funny enough teetering with it they i don't know if you guys seen but they got a pair of og bread 11s i don't know if you guys seen from 95 yeah yeah man tempted just as a display piece though i don't think i'm gonna wear them but they're still there fuck they're like pristine man like crazy so i don't know though i don't know yet but salute to those guys you know my second home chatted with them they actually went out to new york recently so we were just kind of chopping it up and talking about that I had a blast so salute to them salute to paulie i always say like i always give a shout out to our guests appreciate you jumping on man like i said we've been talking for some time i generally enjoy when you post a lot of those throwback pics from when you were a kid because <laughs> i i wasn't one of the fortunate ones you know coming up to be able to get the jays but i just remember like you know my east bay magazines and cutting them out and pleading to my mom and she just would not justify spending 120 bucks on sneakers. But I just love seeing people who were able to get them at that point in time and really enjoy them. And just the nostalgia of it, I think for me, and I just, I love when you post that stuff, man. I'm always watching. I'm just like, man, the Jordan sixes, those infrared sixes, man. So, you know, salute to you. Thank you for coming on. It's a long time coming. As I, I always say, you know, we plan to tap in with everyone. So everybody will have their turn. This week just happens to be yours, man. So I appreciate you. And, you, you know, thank you for uh, not even hesitating, man. You know, I reached out and you said, yo, I'm down. So appreciate you, man. Because without you guys, you know, the guests, this thing wouldn't be what it is. So thank you, man. Thank you. And also, sorry, one more huge shout out to the old man, Paul's yes. for that. That story <laughs> is just amazing. I love that. I love that story because yeah. my mom would not think to do that. But, you know, because your dad, he was a sneaker guy himself. He wanted to see the look on your face and the reaction, giving you that box. Man, just shout out to your old man, too. 100%, man. The real the real MVP for sure. Because he didn't yeah. even know what he was doing nope. by doing an act like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's solid, though. 
yeah, shit like that just, you know, it warms my heart because, yeah, like I hear here you are, right? That memory all these years later. And, you know, that's something that you can kind of reflect on. And that's dope. So salute to Pops. Salute to Pops. <laughs> yeah. Calling your dad after you get the fire reds again and being like, I got him. Like, that's, that's <laughs> such a cool, that the story was great, but like, you saying like you know I call him and like I got I got him like that's that's yeah. cool man that's yeah. cool dude yeah, yeah, that was great full circle moment <laughs> yeah oh yeah man this is why we do it man for stories like that man yeah Paul thanks for joining us man we I think uh, everyone hit on everything else that I had to say like we're good <laughs> yeah we're good we're good <laughs> Paul man thanks for joining us man we appreciate this. this was a lot of fun no worries thanks guys appreciate it. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Colin, where can they find you? You can find me on IG at The Hollywood Life. And uh, YouTube now has these thing called handles. So you can find me at YouTube. You go YouTube.com slash at Colley, C-O-L-L-Y-W. All right. Kev, where can they find you? Yeah, you can also find me on IG, Kevin K. Man. Rich, where can they find you? Find me on IG, Growth Status 13. Really? Because I thought they could find you at, at E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no? Okay, all right, all right. Man, I'm going to let you live, Trev. I'm going to let you live. Enjoy this shit. Bask in it. Bask in it. Because next year it could be different. So enjoy, oh. man. As, oh, I football is one of those unpredictable sports where w- there's no consistency sometimes between one year and the other. So where the Steelers like win the Super Bowl, so okay, we won't go there yet. I'm not, I'm not predicting anything in the playoffs. This is just we won't this go is there fun. at all. That's this, this is okay. <laughs> Paul, where can they find you? At kick seventy six Z or Z if you're from the U.S. or Canada, not S. Z, bro. Okay, yeah, Z. Oh man, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week. Eagles. <laughs> you just had to get that on there the second yeah, just we started on, recording. Just make sure it's on the phone. You put that in the blooper at the end. Straight up. You Fuck didn't like my Eagles. shout. You didn't like my shout out last week, Rich. Fuck the man, Eagles, man. You were too embarrassed to jump on after the Steelers lost. Yo, man. <laughs> it took every. It took every. Yo, shout out to the homie uh, PD, man. I congratulated him. He's like, did you do the same for Trev? I was like, hell no. I'm not giving Trev that satisfaction. So you just have to be feel better. The disrespect. The disrespect. You know what? Trev went through his woes, so you know that's why I'm hating so hard, man. Because yeah, we, we shitted on you for so long, and now that look at you, look at you, man. <laughs> look at that, you. It's that Paul Rudd meme. Look at us. That poor, look at us. Look at us. Did, you, did you think we'd be here? Every time I see that shit, I think of Trav. <laughs> that fucking me, man. <laughs> look at you, man. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Who would have known?
But yeah, I was a little disappointed you weren't on last week, Rich. I had the whole thing. Rich, how about the motherfucking birds? That was how I was going to introduce you. I had it all planned out. You didn't show up. Fuck them. That's exactly why I didn't show up. (laughs) I can't do this. 